This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, hello. Welcome to Minor Issues. Major Opinions. The new podcast from Real Simple where we hash out some of the most controversial lifestyle topics raging on the internet. I'm Amy Macklin, Real Simple's Features Director. I'm Leslie Corona, Senior Home Editor. And I'm Mizam Aga, Photo Director. And we are your hosts. How's everybody doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> doing pretty good. I'm okay. What's today? It's podcast day. It's podcast day. <laughs> so Leslie, what's today's spicy topic? Today's topic is, is it okay to sit on public toilet seats? Ooh, that's a good one. And I heard you spoke to Real Simple's Modern Manners columnist, Michelle Buteau. Very strong opinions, I'm sure. Yes, I love Michelle Buteau. I did talk to her for the episode. I'll share my interview with her later. And then at the very end of the episode, we'll hear from Dr. William Schaffner. He is a professor of infectious diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. So make sure to listen to the end. Oh, you guys know how I feel about these I know, microbiologists I know. Really and doctors scary and professors. Because you, you and, just automatically oh. assume they're going to say the worst. I know. I have and a it's fear. Like weird because that applies in every situation with a doctor. Like you go to right. a doctor and you visit, like you get a test done and you're like, you're waiting for the test and you're like, oh my God, you're going to tell me I'm going to die, aren't you? Probably. But really, right. I know, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, you will die. Probably. That's why they always say do life. not look up things online. No, <laughs> it's like true. a bad news bears. But... With public toilet seats. What do you guys think? Do you guys Mizzle, do it? I would like a man's opinion. Uh-huh. Like, do okay. you find pee on public toilets? So here's the thing. There is a lot of splashing happening everywhere. It's right. really super gross. But I, like, here's the situation. I try not to if I can avoid it. But you have to use the bathroom at certain points. Right. And people tend to make fun of individuals that want to like wipe down the seats or put those little liners on. I will take a wipe in the bathroom and wipe it down with really? my mm-hmm. Yes, because... Men are gross. I've right. heard women's okay. bathrooms are gross. Men are disgusting. Well, <laughs> that is true. But yeah. I have heard that women's bathrooms are actually legitimately grosser than men's bathrooms. That's what I've heard too. That's what I- <laughs> but I have no way of knowing what that right. is. I just oh, know I've what I see. both and I can confirm. The last few <laughs> magazines that I worked at, we're going to look at my LinkedIn to see what they were, but they, we had like habitual peers in both magazines. Like they would sprinkle on the toilets. Oh, you, oh. And that's why I have to tell you, I know that it's fine to sit on public toilets because if you've ever sat in somebody else's pee, which I have done. Oh my like, God. Don't we feel that disgusting. You know, but, and I'm yeah. alive. So, but it just makes me upset. I did ask on Instagram for <laughs> people's thoughts on the subject. And of course we got a lot of heated answers and a lot of people were hoverers. A lot of people squat. They don't sit. And there were some people who were like, you're the problem. Yeah. You are the reason Absolutely. why there's pee everywhere on the Absolutely. seat. Like, but wait, can I just cut you off real okay. quick and just say, like, okay. there have been situations where I have, like, a really weird stomach. Like, I always have issues. <laughs> and if I don't make sure I eat the right things, then that could be a problem. I've had to have my sister-in-law pull off the highway and go to a 7-Eleven. And I've just, like, bolted <gasps> to the bathroom. Like, where's the key? Where's the key? Where's the key? Gone in there. And, like, there have been moments where I'm like, I don't even have time to think about it. Because right. it is... 
yeah. end all be all. Like, yeah. I will die otherwise. Right. And so, like, you just, oh my God, there's you know like, it's bad when you're going into a 7 Eleven and you're like, I'll do it here. This is fine. Right. Or, and there's like absolutely. moments where you just don't care. You know what I mean? Because it's like that much that, of an emergency. The, but those three extra seconds, like, chill, bro. Like, I don't got time to make an S. I don't have time to like roll out this roll the toilet paper. Like, no thanks. Absolutely. But, oh, it's so funny because somebody, I'm, so I'm looking through these Instagram comments and somebody was like, I peed in a snowbank tonight on my way home. Problem solved. <laughs> mm. Wasn't there, isn't there somebody in here who says, I sit on my hands. I simply solve the problem by sitting on my hands. I'm not trying to yuck that person's yum. Like, you do no, your girl. Like, not. Live your life. not a yum about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is all yuck. I'm sorry. Live your life. But, okay, so the person says, lift the seat up and hover. Um, that's that's what she does. Sometimes I'll lift the seat up and then sit on my hands so my bottom never touches the toilet. I have questions. Okay. <laughs> Me too. I have questions. Where are those hands? Like, I understand they're part on bottom, but are they also part on... I think the seat, this like rim. I think this person is butt cheek hands rim. Yeah. Well, so like they don't want their butt to sit on the rim, all, but their hands can where they. And furthermore, if the I'm, seat is up, first of all, like that's even worse. That's even worse, right? Because the stuff that lives underneath the seat is that's even grosser. Right. right. And then is she hovering? I'm trying to envision this in my head. Also, like the rim is so thin. It's very thin. Also, isn't there more splashback? Yes, I was closer so. to the water. But like <laughs> the water and the rim and the seats and the hands. Oh, I just I, I don't know. No. Um but oh wait, but it's so yeah. funny that you were saying that you you've probably sat on somebody else's pee. I've definitely sat on somebody else's <laughs> I make sure the seat is not wet before I sit. Sitting on a wet toilet seat is the worst feeling ever, which I agree. Right. Well, yeah, when you've done it once, you tend not to do it again. Yes. But, like, it has happened. But do you not do the toilet paper nest? No. And or Oh, yeah, paper, no, for sure. Paper I'm like, you? layer upon layer upon layer. I don't okay. want to touch. Hours you know, to your no. life, though. What? Really? It, it is yeah. not hours to my life. It's hours. <laughs> it, you know what's worse? The hours of my sanity that I'll be thinking about right. how now dirty that, my butt is from sure. sitting on the toilet seat before sure. I get home and shower. Do you think there are people who or or men who what they have to do number two like do they hover yeah there are people who hover and do number two i mean how do you do well, that yeah, probably because you know in europe you have those squat toilets you I know what i'm talking Coachella, about have you seen a porta potty <laughs> yeah hover <laughs> yeah hover <laughs> that is excellent point excellent point sometimes um, in the woods you gotta just like pop a right, squat absolutely. like i mean like what else can you do yeah, I also feel like the toilet paper stuff on the liners, I don't actually do anything. Yeah, but you guys haven't really been into a men's bathroom, and those toilets... I have, but I legitimately have. Okay, but have you, and, you, like, and you've seen the grossness? I mean, there's it's a reason not, well, why they have, like, those little... grosser, dude. That's why they have those little flies in, like, the urinals and also sometimes in the toilet bowls, so, like, guys... Wait, they have what? Little flies, like, they're, like, an image of a fly. Like a buzz buzz fly, and it's so you have an aiming point, and it's to keep what? the toilet clean. Yes, yes, there are some Wait, urinals. Wait, this is in the urinal or in the? In uh, both. I've seen okay. them in both, and it's okay. because oh my god, it's guys oh have like goodness. this natural ability of wanting to aim and shoot, and so they put these little flies in like urinals and toilet bowls so that you can like so not get splatter everywhere. To aim at. Does yeah. it work? I mean, no, because there's pee everywhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe in the urinals, I guess it works, but there's not wow. much room for error there. Why fly, do you think? Um, I don't know. Maybe because flies hang around urine. I don't know. I'm making this up. I have no idea. This is fake science. I don't know. That's blowing my mind. Did yeah. it, does everybody know this? Like, yeah, it's not, in every, it's not in every, every okay. urinal. I mean, it might be brand specific. I don't know, but there's been quite a few. 
yeah. flies in urinals that I've seen. I've always questioned it and I looked it up and that was kind of what the consensus okay. was. My best friend once said something like, I can't pee when other people pee in the bathroom. And then we talked about like bathroom preferences and like how she sits or whatever. And now every time we go to the bathroom together in a public place, I think about this. You're like, oh my so God, she can't pee right she, now because no, I'm, I'm in also, here. Yeah, I'm also thinking like, oh, she's sitting right now. <laughs> like I'm sitting next to you and you're hovering. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Wait, so you do make the toilet paper now? Sometimes. You know, I'm all over the place. I'm not consistent. I got to get my brand together. I don't really know how, <laughs> I, how I feel. You're about a it. woman of, you can take I like choices. So I have a friend that has a shiwi. Have you guys heard of shiwi? Oh, you just like about. pop it in, you can just pee wherever you yeah, like, yeah. whatever, and then you just dump it out later. But yeah. then they say, it's dishwasher safe. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh no, no. no. I wonder if they make yeah. heewees. Well, I bet they do. Anyway, I'm curious to know what Michelle Bateau has to say about I this. Know. Her initial reaction was interesting. I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Let's cue it up. Hi, Michelle Buteau. Welcome to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. How are you doing today? When people ask me how I'm doing, that's a loaded question. I know I'm supposed to be like, I'm fine, but, you know, the back is not doing what she's supposed to be doing. The kids, my son won't be potty trained until he's 18. America, I have a minivan. It's never clean, even when it is. It's just, so how am I doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing the things I'm supposed to. How are you doing? I'm okay. Can I say, by the way, the background is beautiful. Like your home, from what I can see, is beautiful. Oh my God, thank you. You know, this is a very old house. And so there's something called a wind room. Okay. So back in the day, there was no air conditioning. So there's this room set up just for a crosswind. And so that little room, it's so colonial. It really feels like the house. Nico don't bought the house. Anyways, too soon. Come on, guys. Happy Black History Month. There is nice texture on the walls. And we had leftover terracotta. And I love terracotta. It makes me feel like I'm in the Mediterranean when I'm not. Mm. And this is my Critics' Choice Award in the back. I don't know if you can see that. I the can. first okay. woman to win a Critics' Choice Award for a stand-up comedy special, which also makes me the first Black woman. Good for you. I love to hear it. I love to so hear crazy. it. So crazy. You know history. Also, I saw that you were lifting. You have been booked and busy. Like, I saw you were lifting weights. I was listening to your podcast this morning. And you just came back from a trip from Greece. And on top of literally everything else that you're doing. On top. Also, I love your podcast adulting with co-host Jordan Carlos. It's so funny. I wanted to get the air horns that you guys have for this podcast because I don't know what it is about the air horns, but I love it because it feels like things are about to pop off, which is why I love the air horns. <laughs> are you Caribbean at all? My family's Dominican. No, air horns is like part of our DNA. It's like in our souls. It's like, oh, yeah. like you really feel like it's about to like get started. And so because I don't go out anymore to dance, it's the tired mom twerk at home with my daughter. When we do the podcast, I'm like, give me them air horns. That's exciting. And it literally is like someone that paid their taxes on time. I'm like, F it, air horns, let's go. So that's why anyone who's like Caribbean or South American yeah, or it just feels like any part of Africa. It's I love mm. it. Mm. Also, I wanted to say I love that you are our guest columnist for Modern Manners, our etiquette column. It's such a breath of fresh air. It doesn't feel dusty AF oh. anymore having you as the expert. <laughs> I love that you Ooh. inject all these personal stories. There was one where you mentioned, I'm going to be honest here, I have four-year-old twins and traveling with them is like all the seasons of The Amazing Race, but with no prize at the end. It's true. And then you, another moment you mentioned 
struggling with IVF. And I was like, this is what we need. Like, I feel like it brought us into the 21st century, kind of like like Harry marrying Meghan Markle. It was like that. It was like the equivalent to that, but in magazines. So it's so nice. Oh my to God, have. thank you. <laughs> truly. Oh my God. Am I the first black princess <laughs> up in modern manners? Truly. It's so yeah, great having you on. And everybody was so excited to have you. Um, oh, that's nice. I wanted to talk about your new latest project, which apparently is going to be a Netflix series. Yes, yes, honey. I wrote a book called Survival of the Thickest Plus Size Essays in a Small Minded World. Al, my husband took the picture. Lots of pictures. So it's so funny. Shaman and Sh- Schuster, I just call him Shushu because it's too much. They wanted me to like hit up my like most famous friends for quotes of like why my book is good and put it on the back. I'm like, no, we got a plus size woman in all these pictures. We don't need them quotes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So what's so crazy is that, you know, a lot of people write books to be on like lists. Mm-hmm. Um, New York Times myself. And I don't do anything for lists or awards. I do it because it feeds my soul and it feels good to get it off my chest, especially if I've been thinking about it and talking about it. I just like like to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be right. It just has to be done. You can go back and fix. And that's why I always tell my friends that are either in it and frustrated or want to start something. Don't tell yourself no before other people tell you no. Just do it because basic bitches are out here making money, 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 money. And you're better than that. All this to say, wrote the book, was so excited. The book dropped in deep quarantine and there was no book tour. You know, we were like just coming off the most important election of our lives. And I'm like, well, I hope someone who knows how to finish a book, because I don't, will buy it. And it's sort of my book found its way in the right hands because someone at Netflix read it and said this should be a TV show. And I'm like, that's a great idea. And so they optioned the book and we turned it into a TV show. Beautiful eight episodes. It's inspired by the book. It isn't like necessarily like things that happen in the book. But what's so great about television is that you can build a world around stuff that you already know and have been through and, you know, put that modern twist on it, as you were just saying, because there's a lot of things, you know, growing up, I didn't have the vocabulary for that like we do now, whether it is my family that is Caribbean and queer, whether my friends are non-binary royalty or, you know, trans or whatever it is. It's so nice that we can have a conversation safely and just, you know, make it art. And the fact that I wrote my first book when I brought my twins home, thought I'd have time to... I brought newborn twins home. I'm like, oh, I'll have time to write a book because I'm not going anywhere. Do you even have time to finish this <laughs> breakfast? Like, relax. Are your feet always dirty? Do you have a clean spoon in your house? I mean, really. And I finished the book as if, like, I was, like, an old-timey person, you know, like, in the play Chicago. I'm like, ah, how did he do it? And I, and that, like, just, there was no typewriter. So the fact that, like, I wrote the book, um, you know, in the midst of all this responsibility, Netflix optioned the book. Then we turn it into a TV show. So the I don't even think we said what the series, the show is going to be. It's Survival of the Thickest. It's also called Survival of the Thickest. Yeah. And I play a plus size stylist by design because what we're not going to do is put me in these um, foo-foo uh, outfits that are going to make me look um, frumpy and dumpy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, no, no, we have choices. If we don't have choices, we could ask people to make choices. And so I want to look fabulous and 
being a, a stylist sort of did all the things stand-up comedy did. You know, my parents are from Jamaica and Haiti. They moved to America so I would have a better life. And I end up doing stand-up comedy. And they're like, get a real job. I'm just like, but it's real for me. It's fulfilling for me. You know what I mean? And so I don't necessarily think that making money is amazing doing something that you love, but having your immigrant parents from terrible countries, mm-hmm. like finally respect what you do is like the yes. real paycheck. Yeah. And so that's that. sort of like being a stylist too. Cause like I can see my dad saying people know how to dress themselves, do something else. Yeah. But you know, it's really important. I think, especially in this day and age to make people feel seen, heard, look fabulous, uh, create a safe space. And to just like, waltz work whenever you want to like period in your high-waisted or low-waisted crop top whatever the i'm so excited they're gonna be dropping it in all the countries that they have which is 190 countries so yeah honey you better read them sassy subtitles i can't what (laughs) okay can't what (laughs) oh my gosh talking (laughs) makes me so happy okay so i'm gonna go into the controversial questions michelle are you ready to answer let's go okay is it okay to sit on public toilets You know what? Um, Look, I'm not going to judge you. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. For me, I like a little hover, but it depends what kind of phone call mother nature's making. And then I really appreciate those little toilet covers. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm a potty training and I'm in public with my kids, sometimes They can't wait for me to put the thing on there. But I always have disinfected wipes. And that's only when I don't have like their actual toilet seats. Because sometimes you can carry a little toilet seat around and put it on top of a public toilet seat. But for me, no. For me, that's a no. And I know friends are just like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Because what I need people to do and understand is that when you leave a nasty toilet, you are not caring about the world and how we work. Do you understand? It's the reason why you would open a door for somebody behind you with a stroller. I'm trying to make a better world for my children. It's not just about the recycling, boo-boo. I, I just don't donate. I also need you to leave it better how you found it. Okay. Can you do that for me? Making the world a better place one toilet at a time. It is. I can't. With the, it looks like a crime scene in there sometimes. I'm like, this is not CSI bathroom edition. All right, Michelle Buteau, thank you so much for coming on the show. I loved having you on. Thank you. This was fun. I'm ready for a drink. We'll be back with more after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. I'm Leslie Corona, and you're listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. That was hilarious. She basically said everything that I do except for the CSI stuff. Yeah, like, she honestly. echoed exactly what you said. And I love how like the immediate reaction was a sigh. Like it was literally like... <sighs> Because you know what? There is so much hate, though, that comes from people. <laughs> no, true. people are very judgmental. Like, when you say, like, yeah. you put, like, the plastic wax paper down or whatever, be like, why? Just go to the bathroom. Yeah. And it's just like, no. I was raised very specifically, culturally and religiously, about cleanliness as mm-hmm. part of our culture. And so, like, it's instilled in me. So I'm grossed out by anything. Like, technically, I'm not even supposed to use a urinal. Oh, really? Yes, because there's backsplash that happens with urinals. For context, you're... Pakistani Muslim. Okay, cool. Right? And so when there's backsplash, we're considered unclean. And because culturally you're supposed to pray five times a day, if your clothes have pee on them, you can't pray. And so we were raised very strict in that way. And so... I break those rules. I'll use a urinal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's like one of the least effective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> when I go to use a toilet, I want to like feel like I'm staying clean and it's just ingrained in yeah. my kids. So, but there is a lot of hate. I feel like I have suffered toilet hate oh, in my life. <laughs> I, just, I get it. But That's but fair. yeah, she's so funny. And yeah, I, like, the natty the, toilet got yeah, me. Yeah, like, I know, I know. Like she's right. Like you gotta leave it for the next person. Yes. Like That's a more loving I mean, way than I was thinking of it. Yeah. People. I mean, no, I'm <laughs> right. Right. But like, this is kind of where the hovering though, like is a problem. Like, cause hovers, it's harder to target. And so you're sprinkling. And then if you just walk out and don't clean up, like Absolutely. that's the part that's the problem. I don't have a problem with hovers. I have a question about hovering, though. Is there more splashback with that? It's. I think it has more to do with, like, aim. Aim. Because as a woman, it's even harder to... This sounds like This is really complicated. (laughs) I'm like, the more I think about this, I'm like, wait. So there's more there's more splashback when you hover. Yeah, because there's more distance for the fall. I don't know. The velocity of the the pee streaming into the toilet. And I heard on the next episode, you'll be talking to Sasha Velour from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, she's going to be our next celebrity guest. She had some very interesting experiences on public toilets. I can't wait for you to hear that. I can't wait. Yeah. I love Sasha. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this. Is it okay to sit on a public toilet seat? <laughs> I always, you know, I think it's okay. Like for who? <laughs> Personal discretion, I guess. Um, I, if I don't put down my own shift toilet cover with toilet paper, I will really wipe it down. Like, I'll be, like, Mm. face down Mm. by the toilet, (laughs) making sure there's nothing suspicious before I sit down on it. But I can't, like, hover. I don't know. People who, like, can squat and hover, congratulations. (laughs) Do not have the fortitude or leg strength. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also thinking about a situation where, like, back to the airplane, what would you do? Because I think airplanes are actually revolting. Like, the airplane bathroom is kind of disgusting. Actually, when I was on my Fulbright in Russia, a lot of people in Russia learned that the correct, especially during Soviet times, apparently, it was common to stand on the toilet. So sometimes in Russia, I'd walk into a public bathroom and there'd be footprints on the seat. What do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean by standing? Why? Like you stand, you get up on the toilet. Because in some public bathrooms in Russia, 
they're probably gone, but even in 2010, they were just holes in the ground. So obviously you stand and squat over right. that. But then there were some <gasps> toilets okay. that where people would do the same thing. They would step up onto the seat, either side of the seat with their feet and squat. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Oh, that was a lot for me. No. Not gonna sit down after someone has put their shoes. There's like, on ew, the, the fact that there's like literal footprints on it, though, I think is like kind of ugh. yeah. First of all, I've seen signs that give descriptions of how not to sit on toilets, where they're like the people squatting with their feet on the toilet with their shoes on. I've seen <laughs> footprints on the toilet, but there are literal signs that say, do not pee or poop like this, or do not sit like this, or do not sit like this. And they give you a description Wait. of exactly how to sit on the toilet. It is hilarious. In this illustration. It's an yes. illustration? It's an illustration, yes. Is there something coming from the behind? You know that was my first question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Out. No, but they do have the person facing forward and facing backwards, both with those feet but, on the seat. Oh, I guess and if you're a man, you could face forward. It's but just, why? It's just I'm so but, but, you're, but you're squatting. You're squatting facing forward. You're squatting facing backwards. They're just saying. The but either way. way, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to have your, regardless of which direction it is, it's wrong. Like there should not be feet on the toilet. See, however, the problem is right. You do end up having a better poo so yes. to speak, yes. when you are in a Sorry. squatting position. It's right. like traditionally known that that position is better for you. And so sometimes people take that from their cultures yes. and they bring it and they just will squat and they'll just stand on the toilet and do the squat even I on a commode as opposed to the you ground. You know, that's never once occurred. Wow. No, it's just <laughs> so are you saying that if you're struggling to poop, you could in theory do that? Why do you think so many people have potty squatty, potty squatty potties or whatever? Potty, potty, potty squatty. Right. Yeah, those squatty things. Potty. Yeah, it's to lift your legs up so you're in a more of a squat position I because it say, helps yes. move things along a little bit easier. I just think there's nothing easy, though, about standing. They're standing on the seat and squatting. And squatting, yeah. So their feet are on. The <laughs> I'm sorry. Their feet are on the thing, and they're just, like, popping a squat. <laughs> they're quite literally popping a squat. Right. Oh, my they're God. It's basically, like, what they would do on the floor. Yeah, but, like, right. they're doing it on a commode. Right. That just seems so precarious. It's dangerous, I'm sure. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Those right. seats are, like, when you sit on it with your regular butt, they're wiggling oh all over the place. I feel it's like this like, is like, great. You know what I'm realizing? I feel like PI, like, personal injury firms, should start advertising in toilets and bathrooms <laughs> like that. Oh, gosh. Instead of pee, you would do the same thing, but you would stand up. I guess you're holding under the top of the stall. I'm concerned now, though, because I bet that really stresses your pelvic floor muscles, though, which ultimately contributes to, you know what, constipation. Somebody did mention in the Instagram comments how, like, it's really bad for pelvic floors to squat when you're peeing. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you guys, all this talk is making me want to go to the bathroom. I'm so sorry. Just kidding. All right. We'll hear from Dr. William Schaffner. He's an infectious disease doctor. He's going to tell us if it's okay to sit on the toilet. I think you're going to be surprised by what he says, to be honest. This is Dr. William Schaffner. I'm a professor of preventive medicine and infectious diseases here at the Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Is it okay to sit on public toilets, like even without toilet paper lining it? Well, Leslie, when you've got to go, you've got to go. And, you know, we use public toilets all the time, but it is a frequently asked question. How safe is this? How sanitary is it? Should there be a lining over the toilet seat before I sit down? 
Now, you know, thousands upon thousands of people use public facilities all the time. And we haven't heard major public health concerns expressed or recommendations. And that's because although there may be something of an ick factor, the actual health risk to sitting on a public toilet seat is really very low. In fact, I, in preparation for this uh, little discussion we're having, I went through the medical literature again. And once again, I could not find a single documented instance where someone sat on a toilet seat and came away with an infection that clearly was demonstrated to be acquired from the toilet seat. So that's really very, very reassuring. In fact, it's monumentally reassuring. Nonetheless, there are people who have an icky sense about it all, right? And from time to time, you'll get into a public facility and they do have paper templates that you can put down on the toilet seat if you uh, wish to feel more personally comfortable in doing that. In fact, I've even been in some places, they're not very common, where you have kind of an automated plastic sleeve that goes over the toilet seat. And that may comfort some people also. But actually, I would put the emphasis on another part of the anatomy. When you leave the facility itself, the toilet itself, please go directly to the sink and wash your hands. That's the part of your anatomy you should make sure that's clean so you don't pick up anything and you don't have the risk of passing it on to others. Are there ever any situations where someone should avoid sitting on the seat or line the seat? You know, are there certain groups of people who should be a little bit more concerned? Mm. Well, I think it's a good question. And one of the obvious answers, Leslie, is if the toilet seat looks soiled. Ooh, please go to the next stall, right? You don't want to sit down on something that's soiled. And at least in the gentlemen's restrooms, you can tell that somebody's been there before who stood at the toilet seat and didn't aim very well. And so the toilet seat is, shall we say, wet. Uh, No, don't use that toilet seat if you have to sit down. Go elsewhere. That's good common sense. You raise an interesting question about certain populations. You know, there are people who are at higher risk of infection if you're immune compromised for any reason. For example, if you're receiving cancer chemotherapy or something like that. And those people may be doubly concerned. But even in that population, we don't know of anyone who's picked up an infection from a toilet seat. So that continues to be very reassuring. And I would emphasize Uh, washing hands. And uh, I even think back, (laughs) I was thinking back on this in preparation, uh, even to those outhouses in Boy Scout camp (laughs) that I went to, 
which were, shall we say, rough and ready. Nonetheless, none of the Boy Scouts ever got uh, sick from using those outhouses. The last question I had is actually about the spray that comes from the toilet when you flush it. Is that something, is that, is that more of a concern that, <laughs> as well? Like, is that something that should bother people more than actually sitting on the toilet? You see, Leslie, you're an intrepid microbiologist uh, because there have been people who have actually studied the aerosol from flushing. And yes, the aerosol does send up in a limited fashion, um, an invisible microscopic aerosol that does contain some bacteria because feces are basically bacteria. And however, once again, that does not seem to be a notable way that bad germs are being spread from person to person. Uh, One of the things we might recognize is that even if we stand getting ourselves back together while the toilet is being flushed, those are our own germs that are being aerosolized, right? So once again, I think, well, someone's going to say, well, Dr. Bill, uh, suppose I'm in an airport and the toilet's still flushing and I walk into the stall, right? Could I acquire an infection that way. I think if we're going way out on a theoretical limb, I would think that that's possible. Do I think it's likely? No. So once again, I would just provide reassurance. When you've got to go, go. Wash your hands afterwards and don't dwell on it. So what's the verdict? So the final verdict is that, yes, it is okay to sit on public toilet seats. Just avoid any toilets with things smeared on them. But in general, it's pretty hard to get anything from a toilet seat. Actually, a study in the International Journal of Environmental Health Research found they're cleaner than bus rails and armrests. And as Dr. Schaffner said, he went through the medical literature and couldn't find a single documented instance where someone got something from a toilet seat. This topic will be running in our September issue of the magazine, and we interviewed a few experts who brought up some other points. Another microbiologist said, we have our defenses, like our immunity, and we have vaccines, so the chances of contracting something are very low. Even if there's a little bit of pee on the seat, you just wipe it up. Also, toilet seat liners don't do much, our experts confirmed, but there's a psychological angle as they do encourage people to sit so there's less spray... What's most important, though, the biggest lesson from this is that you should wash your hands with soap and water right after you use the bathroom for at least 20 seconds per CDC guidelines and get in between the fingers and underneath the nails to really do a good job. Therefore, Real Simple says it's okay to sit on public toilet seats. That is fantastic news. I know. I feel like as a health editor, you're probably like, yeah. It's the tinklers. Yeah, I know it's the tinklers that are ruining it for everybody else. All right. Thank you for listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review and rating. You can find us online at realsimple.com forward slash Nemo Podcast. Make sure to come back next Thursday for more.